Welcome to One of Those Times in a Life, sharing songs and stories around this virtual campfire. At this campfire, the Brothers Four, Greenfields, tonight. While growing up in Spokane, folk music was the rage. Formed a group in high school we called the Castaways. We learned songs off of records till we thought we had them right. Before one show told Dan and Joe, let's sing Greenfields tonight. It's funny, when I think back to my 20s, I realize I tended to look at and then manage or maybe more accurately, mismanage my time, acting as if it would always be there, while often being impatient with where I was and who I was at any given moment. And now in my mid-60s, I have a sense that how I live and am alive in any moment is what best defines my days and my life. And with that in mind, these are good days for the Brothers Four and me. When we're on stage together, there's no place the four of us would rather be. When we're on the road, we genuinely enjoy sharing a meal, exploring a city, taking a walk, hanging out. And I try to remember that when I'm taking off my shoes and going through security at the airport. I got a call in college, what I joined the brothers for. That is the real Greenfields group, so of course I just said, sure. The morning of our first show told myself that I've arrived. And it's going to be something special singing Greenfields tonight. Although I've known their story forever, it's only trying to put this adventure into words that I realize how incredible the Brothers Four story is and how many stars needed to align for them to become stars in their own right. Four guys out of the Phi Gamma Delta fraternity at the University of Washington in the spring of 1959, they drive one of their parents' station wagons down to San Francisco in hopes of singing at the Hungry Eye, a coffee house made famous in the folk world when the Kingston Trio's second album, From the Hungry Eye, sat on the charts for three and a half years, becoming the standard by which all live folk performances would be judged. The Brothers Four's confidence that spring had been fed by the fact that six months earlier, they received what they thought was a call from the Colony Club in Seattle asking them to perform. The call was a fraternity prank, but the guys somehow talked themselves into an audition, and that turned into many successful months of singing and performing and developing their swagger and their style. So why not try for the hungry eye? After stopping by that club and being told they were out of their minds, they drove over to the Phi Gamma Delta fraternity house in Berkeley, but not before writing the fraternity phone number on a scrap of paper and giving it to the club manager. And the rest, it's a star is born scenario. An act gets sick and doesn't show up. And someone from the hungry eye calls the fraternity house and asks if the guys would like to perform after all. Word spreads through the Berkeley campus that this group from Seattle is performing that night. The Hungry Eye is stuffed with New Brothers 4 fans, and the guys can do no wrong. Every joke, funny, every song received with a roar. Mort Lewis, Dave Brubeck's manager, happens to be in the audience. And he'd previously said no to managing the Kingston Trio, 
as well as Johnny Mathis, and he's not going to say no again. So he agrees to take a demo to Columbia Records, who are looking for a group as a rival for the Kingston Trio. The Brothers Four get their manager and their record contract. In early 1960, they get a number one song, Greenfields. A year later, after a few hundred concerts on college campuses, they complete their circle of success, first singing at President Kennedy's inauguration, and then performing their Oscar-nominated song, The Green Leaves of Summer, at the Academy Awards. Over the years, one of the things I've appreciated most about those guys is on some level, they've never forgotten how lucky they were. Well, those were years of the Beatles, of Woodstock and rock and roll. I was young and in my mind folk music just seemed old. So I got up one morning and I kind of realized I don't think I want to sing Green Fields tonight. My becoming one of the Brothers Four was as lucky as it was unlikely. Because I was in the same fraternity as the guys had been in, and because someone I knew was dating Dick Foley's sister, I, I hoped that someday I might meet them and maybe get some tips about the music business. The idea that Mike Kirkland might leave the group was unimaginable. Coming back from the, the Bahamas in November of 1968, from what would be the last performance of the original group, the three guys who wanted to keep singing, that's Dick Foley, Bob Flick, and John Payne, they talked about their options. They discussed adding female voices and touring, singing songs from Jacques Brel as Alive and Well and Living in Paris, which was a popular musical at the time. And on their way back to Seattle, they also met with John Denver in Minneapolis to see if he wanted to join the group. Three years earlier, the Chad Mitchell Trio became the Mitchell Trio when Chad left and John Denver, at the recommendation of Mike Kirkland, was given an audition and ended up taking Chad's place. So it appeared natural that John might now take Mike Kirkland's place in the Brothers Four, especially because the Mitchell Trio had disbanded. John was in debt between jobs and living with his wife's parents. John Denver told the guys he was flattered by the offer and that he'd get back to them in a few weeks. And while there's no way to know it at the time, my fate is hanging by a thread, or more accurately, a phone call. You see, the Brothers Four have a performance. It's booked in early January at the Lake City Elks in North Seattle, and they can only wait so long for John Denver to call them. In the meantime, I'm asked to audition, which I do with the three of them in Dick Foley's basement looking at a wall of autographed photos of astronauts and being surprised when, when we sing at how much we sound like the Brothers Four. And there's a lunch at Franco's Hidden Harbor, a restaurant on Lake Union, where we get to know each other a little better. On a Friday, early in December, I remember Dick telling me that they would call me by the end of the weekend, after all the guys had come back from some property they owned south of Seattle and cut Christmas trees with their families. And as it got later and later on that Sunday, I remember drinking a little too much beer, listening to Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons, waiting for the phone to ring. And finally, the phone call came. It's an offer to become part of the group. And after the holidays, we're rehearsing for the Elks Club job, again in Dick Foley's basement, when the phone rings, 
I don't know it at the time, but it was John Denver saying if the job was still available, he'd love to be part of the group. I'm happy to say he'd waited too long. They found someone to take my place and they got along somehow. I took my guitars and banjos home and I said, what do I do now? I remember mornings looking at the songs that I would write Saying, man, I wish that I was singing Green Fields tonight When we talk about the Brothers Four, we are describing a musical quartet that's still going strong after more than 50 years. We're also talking about 11 different guys who at one time or another were members of the group. I've shared the stage with all but two of them, and while I appreciate each of them, I feel closest to the three guys I started with and the ones I'm singing with now, Bob Flick being a member of each of those groups. My mom was worried when her 21-year-old son went into show business in 1969. The guys I joined, John Payne, Dick Foley, and Bob Flick, they took good care of me. They remain good people, fine men, honest human beings, and I'm happy all these years later to know they are my friends. John is now my neighbor. And while I don't see Dick often, I'm always delighted when I do. Which brings us to the guys in the group now. Bob Flick is the last original member still performing. I consider him my musical mentor and someone who's always had faith in me, even when I didn't have it in myself. Mike McCoy replaced John Payne in 2004. He and I have been friends since we were 18. He's like a brother to me. I grew up with two brothers, so I told McCoy not long ago that I guess I have to consider him one of my three brothers personally and professionally. We laughed, but we both knew how significant that realization really was. Carl Olson has been one of the brothers for since 2008. He's an incredibly talented guy with a big voice and a bigger heart, and he's always been someone people looked up to, so I think he kind of likes being one of the guys. He is one of the guys, and a whole lot more. One of the signatures of the Brothers Four has always been how the individual voices are transformed into a single unison voice. It sounds like that should be easy to do, and yet doing it well takes trust and a feeling of closeness. And from my perspective... The group does that better now than ever. So when I got a second chance to be part of the band, I was older, I was wiser, I could better understand that the music has a special way of keeping memories alive. And that's what I'll try to remember if I sing Green Fields tonight. With this campfire, the journey enters a new stage, a new phase, as the Brothers Four become a significant part of this adventure, playing a role in all the coming stages, stages when I was struggling to find my place in the group or those when it was important to find a place outside the group, times when nothing about the road felt like home and others when nothing felt more home than the road, times when being in the group felt like a job, as well as times when it felt like just a grand adventure. 
telling all the stories now from a place of gratitude and delight, with the group feeling so vital and alive, while understanding and appreciating more and more that quote from T.S. Eliot, the one that goes, We shall not cease from exploration, and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. The Brothers Four still travel around the world and the USA. From time to time I may get tired of the music that we play. But mostly I just savor it till that morning arrives when they say that nobody wants to hear green fields tonight. But does anybody want to hear green fields tonight? Thanks for sharing one of those times in a life. At the next campfire, let's get together. Hope to see you then.